Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in Busted Open Nation here on a Saturday. It is another weekend edition, a podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, across the way. And Mark, right. a hell of a show for the listeners out there today, including, I, w- I would say, the biggest news coming from SmackDown, and that is, well, SmackDown just got a whole lot more phenomenal. AJ Styles now a full-time member of the roster. How the hell did that happen, Mark Henry? I, you know what? I don't know. I'd like to see what was, what was gotten in return for this trade. But nonetheless, I think AJ Styles is going to be great for SmackDown and tune into the podcast and hear exactly what was said. Hear what was said and find out who Mark Henry thinks is going to take this IC title tournament home as the weeks go on. We've got that. Speaking of taking titles home, you're going to find out who took our weekly winner in the week that was for professional wrestling. That's right, the best show in pro wrestling. And if you ain't first, you're last. And also, Mark, we would be remiss if we were doing this show 24 hours removed from the freaking Undertaker coming on Busted Open on Friday. A great show. And we're going to talk about it a little bit today and get more into the undertaker uh including mark his comments on kayfabe and just how difficult it was for him to kind of circle around and get right and kind of being comfortable talking about a the business in a way that he never really has before i tell you what that that's an interesting segment on the podcast because i touch on it a little bit uh but listening to the undertaker say it really sends it home Absolutely, absolutely. This is a weekend edition of Busted Open, the podcast version. We've got Weekly Winner, we've got AJ Styles, we've got Undertaker, and more. And of course, you've got the world's strongest man right there, Mark Henry, to guide you through it all. Just sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on a Saturday. Plenty to get to from the SmackDown show, but I think the number one takeaway, or at least the question that everybody was asking and the subject that folks want to talk about is, wait, AJ Styles is now on SmackDown. AJ Styles yeah. announcing at the, sh- at the show on SmackDown, we find out that AJ Styles has been traded to SmackDown with essentially picks to be named later, superstars to be named later. Mark, we're about to get into this. Just base level. What, what did you think when you saw AJ Styles show up on SmackDown and it was announced that he is now a full-time member of the roster? Well, one, I was excited because of the history of SmackDown. I, I love the fact that SmackDown is, um, you know, I, I really got my big my big break on SmackDown. I mean, being on Raw, I was kind of lost in the shuffle, and a lot of guys were. 
And as the the whole ruthless aggression uh, story came out or was replayed uh, this week, uh, man, that was that was big for me. And I think that AJ has had success on both shows, but most of his success was on SmackDown. So why not have him come back home? Yeah, and this is a new SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, this is. Now, SmackDown is raw, right? I don't, know, I don't know how you want to look at it, but certainly with being on Fox, the momentum, the 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 attention being paid to SmackDown, the the exposure that SmackDown's getting, it's not, Mark, it's not the same SmackDown that AJ Styles left. It's not the same SmackDown, but it's a more youthful SmackDown, and it needs veteran leadership. It needs a, a guarantee. It needs a, a guy that could come in and... It don't matter where you put him, it's going, he's going to make a success. You look at the most relevant that Ricochet was. Ricochet got to get in there with AJ Styles and it put an edge on him. Mm-hmm. Who else, who's, who's going to be next? Who's the one at, over there that AJ's going to touch next? That's a great question. I guess the other thing I'd like to know from your standpoint, Mark, from a, from a storyline standpoint, why just have AJ Styles show up at SmackDown? Why wouldn't you get more juice out of that squeeze? Why wouldn't you make that a storyline and, and, and use that to your advantage? The, the shock value of having AJ, the phenomenal one, show up on SmackDown. I feel like they could have done more with that rather than just show up on TV on a Friday and be like, hey, AJ Styles is here. Welcome to SmackDown, AJ. You know, I I think it would have been cool to say, you know what, uh, I'm just unhappy here. I mean, this is, and him be disgruntled and kind of work the, you know, my contract is really over. You know, like I'm going to go and, you know, seek better waters, you know, whatever. Sure. Which people would automatically assume that he was talking about leaving the company. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's a lot that could have been done that didn't get done. You know, it's like uh, they just you let one slip through the cracks. Do you think there's a risk as we talk about AJ coming to SmackDown and uh, the the what is it? The, the brand invitational. Now we're now we're having we're having trades again. It's just listen, I understand it's a chaotic time. I understand that there's a lot of moving parts and every situation is fluid. Uh it just, I, I worry about, I guess, consistency, and I don't know. I don't know. I guess I go back to I wish it would have done more. I just feel like it felt flat. Don't get me wrong. I am very excited that AJ Styles is on SmackDown. It creates fresh matchup, matchups. And as you talked about, Mark, what he did for Ricochet and the rub that he is able to give. AJ Styles, there are a few, if any, that are better at the world than, than being a professional wrestler, right? So I don't know. I just, with all of these moving parts and all of these storylines, like we just found out about the brand-to-brand invitational. Now we're, now, like, trades can be a part of this. I just worry about consistency a little bit, Mark. Well, I mean, you, you, you also are a wrestling purist, and they said that people weren't going to be flopping back and forth, and that's not the case. I know. We're, we're, in, a, we're in, a, in, a, in a state of guys, you know, having matches on the Drew, Drew and, and Baron Corbin last week. Like, that's counter... Uh, counterproductive from the standpoint that you said that that's not going to happen and it's happening 
So what's the fix on that? Just slow it down, ramp it up, address it, don't address it? What, what, what do you think the, the approach should be with that? You know what, man? I think that the a trade and, and the person going there permanently is the answer. It's just that I wish they would have been able to do more with it. Yeah. You know, you got AJ Styles and you want to make a move and, and get another veteran guy over there to help carry the load. Then, um, you know, work it. <laughs> work the gimmick, baby. Don't, don't give it away. Don't words give it away. Words of wisdom for the world's strongest man there, Mark Work Henry. Work gimmick, baby. <laughs> so Sounds as like we are Austin on this. Powers, sex with chocolate right. mixed together. That would be a very weird combo. The accent, I feel. Very weird. Would, would really throw me off. <laughs> so as we talk about AJ Styles, Mark, let's talk about the match last night, which I, I, some people were saying was better then the WrestleMania match, and listen, it's, it's definitely not Wrestle Kingdom, right? It, it's definitely not Japan. We haven't got anything close to that match in the WWE, but Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles going to battle on SmackDown last night in what was, I, I don't know how you ranked the match in terms of their WWE matches, Mark. I am curious to get your thoughts, but I loved the match last night on SmackDown. It was a great match. Was it better than their, their WrestleMania match? I, I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but it was a damn fine television match from Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles last night on SmackDown. Yes, sir, man. I, I, I'm, I, it never ceased me to amaze me when AJ Styles gets in the ring with anybody. But yeah. he's got so much history with Shinsuke that um, them going out is like, man, it's like just for a ride in the park. Just going for the ride. Don't ask where you're going. Just, <laughs> just enjoy the damn ride. And uh, I, I'm, 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 it's hard for me. And we're going to talk about in this show, our best shows of the week and brother it's going to be, this is the hardest week in a long time where stuff was so balanced and all, all four shows, all four shows were good this week. It's true. And had, had elements to them that were, man, you should be number one. But as we both know, there's only one number one. True. And if you ain't first, you're last, Mark. You're last. That's right. That's right. So what'd you think about the match itself? How how would you rank it when when, when compared it to the match at WrestleMania between Knock and, and Styles? I mean, this was this was I mean, for me, I think it lands <sighs> a little bit better for the standpoint. When you're in Mania, you're expecting those type of matches. Like we were expecting Styles and Nakamura to have a great match at Mania. And I guess the same thing can be said about an IC title tourney during a pandemic. You know, when these two meet, you expected a good match. We got a good slash great match between AJ and Nakamura. Was this the best match you've seen from them in WWE? I think that for the stage that it was on, it was the best. But when you go to Mania, I mean, there's nothing better than that. I mean, it's like magic, man. Like you're walking around on a cloud all day and you're comparing your wrestling life to one day. When, When you get to WrestleMania, you think about your whole entire career leading to that point that point and i can't compare him but man that match last night <laughs> you sit on the edge of your chair and you know, i was i was Move dodging punches <laughs> and kicks uh, you know when 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 a match gets me there Ooh, i uh, won uh, yeah you <laughs> reacting to what's going right. on like you're in there 
Shit, yeah. that was good, man. Well, they they did that. You talk about the vibes of WrestleMania. We'll talk a little bit more Mania later in the show as we get into the the last ride and Undertaker. Obviously, Undertaker here on Busted Open yesterday. You'll be hearing audio from that. And if you want to hear the whole interview, it is up on demand over there on Sirius XM. Just search Busted Open Radio. You will find that very easily. But we talk about the last ride, and we'll talk about it more, obviously, later in the show. But WrestleMania, you brought that up, Mark, kind of piqued my my memory there a little bit and watching Taker go out on that golf cart to WrestleMania or excuse me to wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania like you talk about you thinking about all your matches prior it's that heavy moment you're in the zone whatever you want to call it like having the curtain pulled back and seeing Undertaker on that golf cart going to the match and seeing the nerves right like seeing the moment in his eyes what a cool thing to be able to see as a fan of Undertaker for 30 years. It's just, it, it really put the moment of WrestleMania, as we talk about Styles and Nakamura, right? It really put that that moment of WrestleMania in context for me. It's not like I didn't know, but I think I saw a little bit more of what you're talking about, Mark, in terms of the legacy and what every wrestler thinks about when you head into a moment like Mania, even a guy like The Undertaker. Yeah, and also, uh, the fans have never got to see behind the scenes like that Not, no. where you get to see people warming up getting ready where you get to see uh you walk through the arena getting to the 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 gorilla position and and out of the gorilla position to the stage where everybody can see you uh you don't get to see a husband kiss his wife as he's you know going through um the reverence that other people show you, you don't get to see. So, yeah, I mean, that 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 is just like the last ride. The last ride and uh, Michael Jordan's documentary are parallel in the sense that you got to see behind the stage yep. in a way that you've never seen it. And... It was uncomfortable for for Taker to to show that, and, and we're going to talk about that too. But um, when I say uncomfortable, this this whole documentary was not meant to come out. It, it there was no point. Right. They're, they're, they weren't thinking about doing a doc. You know what they were thinking was, this is the end. I want documented footage of that time for my family. And for me to relive it and look at it again one day when I'm old and gray, and which is now, and uh, <laughs> and and that's what happened. It, it 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 he was the world made it easier and tolerable for that to happen. It evolved into the story that we're watching now with the left, right. right? As you said, which is it is it is to, to see it, you know, and him talk about it like, oh, this was just supposed to be the Reigns mania, and then it evolved into the Cena, and now obviously there's going to be more parts to this. And, and honestly, outside of maybe Michelle McCool and Undertaker, the people that have had you know advanced screenings of this, it's exciting because I don't really know where it's going to go. I don't know where the show's going to go. Plenty more you know, coming I up. I was asked. Oh no, go ahead. I was asked if I wanted a copy, and I was like, no, I want to watch it like everybody else. Now, see, I like that. You want to experience it as a fan, yeah, just like as everybody has, else. Because yep. the conversation that we're having right now would mm -hmm. be completely different if I knew the end already. 
Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Not only was it awesome to hear from The Undertaker, but his wife, Michelle McCool, stopping by beforehand and sharing a look behind the scenes of of their life and what it's like to be married to The Undertaker and have a family with The Undertaker. It was a really cool conversation. And, Mark, uh, we talk about how cool the conversation was. You just heard the audio there. That takeaway of Mark talking about kayfabe of the, of taker talking about kayfabe and how it was tough for him to start talking in any way about the business of, of breaking kayfabe in any way up until recently, you know, he, he grit his, his teeth and he got through it. I, I kind of want to throw that back at you. When did, when did you start becoming more comfortable talking about the business? When did you start or stop? I should say gritting your teeth a little bit less when, when that subject came up because you're a part of that era as well. So I would imagine it's, 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 it's a little bit of a battle as you go back and forth with your, uh, I guess with your brain, right? Yeah. At first it was really difficult. Um, it was really difficult to have that conversation with anybody. Yeah. Um, but coming into the media and your job is to talk about pro wrestling at a level that is from an inside perspective. And that's what your role is. It was, yeah, it was difficult, but that's, that's what you have to do. That's your job. Uh, and still, even to this day, I'll have those conversations with you. I have those conversations with my workmates, but I'm not having those conversations with, you know, Jimmy Joe's podcast or some. (laughs) What a big podcast. What a big podcast that is too, Jimmy Joe's. Yeah. So Jimmy Joe's is good. Uh, (laughs) They're over. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to go to the dirt sheets and talk about the history of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, as I saw it from the inside out, standing right next to it, I'm not going to do it. Um, but I remember the first time that I came into a situation where I was asked about something and I was like about to go off on the guy that asked the question. And the WWE at the time, the rep that was with me, he's like, no, 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 this is cool. It's, that's, we, we're we're open for this conversation. And I was like, mm, well, yeah, this is what it is. And, and it, it's, it bothered me. And I can imagine it being worse for Taker because I was pro wrestling. I was sports entertainment. He was an entity that was in pro wrestling. Like it, there was a difference and okay. it was based off secrecy. It was based off of this is the cream of the cream, the, the creme to the creme, the cream on the top. We can't just give this and hearing him talk about it. It just, man, it just makes it more real to me how hard it was for him. Yeah. And I would imagine it was very hard for him because 
that's, I think, what's lost in all this. You're seeing how human Mark Calloway is, how human The Undertaker is. And it we compared it to The Last Dance, right? This is The Last Ride. We had The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Seeing Michael Jordan reflect on his career, seeing Michael Jordan cry, tear up, seeing Michael Jordan be human. It was, for me, a Bulls fan. I was like, holy shit. Like, this dude is human. It, 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 it really set things up for me. The same thing is happening for for me with this Undertaker documentary and Mark, it, it, it goes back to what you said, like thinking about what this must, how hard this must have been for the Undertaker. That's not something we ever think about because it's the fucking Undertaker. You right. know what I mean? And, and, but you know what? And, and it's different in the sense that you know when you when you look at the Last Dance, uh, you come across with not knowing who Michael Jordan was. To damn, I don't like this guy. To, wow, he was good. Damn, he was good. <laughs> Holy cow. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, name somebody, and they all say, oh, he's number one. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was really good, guys. Like, and, and for, they say that 74%, almost 75% of the people don't know that that by Michael Jordan shoes have never seen him play. Wow. 75. What, what do you think that this, this, this last dance is going to do to his sales? Oh, I, Through the I roof. don't. Oh, it has Through to the I, roof. I, uh, Mark, I am. I'm a, and, yeah. Look, oh, sorry, I, I go ahead. Stop. <clears throat> but the difference, Michael Jordan, people, it was informational. People found out a lot about Michael Jordan, right. but a lot of people, hated what they found out. They were disgusted at the language and at the arrogance and that it's not like that with the undertaker. No, it's, complete it's completely opposite. opposite. Yeah. For what you did not know about the undertaker, you didn't, you found out, Oh my God, he's, he's, he played the undead and now he's a God fearing man. He's been a family man. He putting out there that, you know, he was married before and, it didn't work, and how the woman that he found is the best thing that ever happened to him that's been supportive and, and not envious and loving and wanting to cater and care for him. Like, we weren't expecting that. <laughs> I know, I, I mean, I, I knew that, but I wasn't expecting that to come out. We, I talked to, to, to Taker and, and Michelle yesterday about their their kids being shown they're, they're the most private people that i know yeah in any genre so what will we find out on sunday and going forward yeah the last dance i mean the last ride is more impactful to the wrestling fan than the last dance was for basketball fans mm. unbelievable well it is it is an unbelievable look into the life of of not just one of the business's great entities is mark referred to but just to look at the business in general the psychology of the business what one of 
if not the greatest wrestler of all time, like what he went through and what he's going through towards the end of his career. I, I feel like it's going to be a textbook for future superstars and future pro wrestlers to look at and take away from a humanizing look at a, at a character that is truly, truly larger than life. If you don't know Sirius XM, then listen up. Commercial free music plus sports, comedy, talk and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy Sirius XM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car right now. You can get your first three months of Sirius XM outside the car for just one dollar just go to siriusxm.com slash busted to see offer details and to subscribe you can listen on your phone at home and online that's siriusxm.com slash busted offer available to new siriusxm streaming subscribers siriusxm no car required the landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yes, you hear the music. It is hour two on Busted Open. I am Ryan McKittle. That is Mark Henry. And it is time for the weekly winner. We will give our best show in the world of professional wrestling. Mark, we got a go-home show to talk about, potentially. We got Wednesday Night Wars in the mix. We got Friday Night SmackDown. We got Monday Night Raw. As you said, all of the shows were pretty solid this week. But before we get to that, got to wish a very happy birthday. Your memory recall is pretty incredible. You say, I feel like it's someone's birthday today. I feel like it's someone's birthday today. We were talking during the break. Well, it wasn't exactly their birthday today, but it was their birthday well, very soon. I mean, it's very early in the morning, Mark, right now as we do this show. So it's kind of like today. But yesterday, Daniel Bryan turning 39 years old one more year away from 40 still as good as ever mark henry good as ever man the, I, you know pro wrestling historically uh you had guys wrestling well into their 50s uh, because the talent was undeniable the body was still there the love and passion for the business is still prevalent uh daniel bryan is that like he he'll be that guy that at 45 uh he'll still be running really really strong and he'll make the decision whether or not he wants to end his Hall of Fame career at that time but uh Daniel Bryan five more years of easy 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 um productive years and and well into his he's 50 uh he could start passing the torch if he wanted to so um, man, I, I'm just, you know, looking at, at this dude and wishing him a happy birthday and uh, continued success. C- carry the yep. business, brother. There you go. Happy birthday, Daniel Bryan. You talk about carrying the business. He absolutely, you know, he is. He's at that point right now where he's just working with people that he likes and people that he wants to, you know, put some shine on him. It's been really enjoyable watching the last, well, ever since really. I mean, even with the hemp belt and the environmentalist, Daniel Bryan, that was super enjoyable. Yeah. Ever since ever since he's come back, it has been a really enjoyable, and, and for myself, you know, similar to Edge, I didn't know if we'd ever see it again. So it's been a really great surprise to have Daniel Bryan back gift. in the business. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it feels like a gift. And again, similar to edge and it makes it all that much more enjoyable but mark enough with the birthday wishes 
Daniel Bryan will be fine. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got a beautiful family. I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty frugal guy. So I'd imagine that his bank account is still sitting pretty, pretty, nice. pretty decent. Yes. As we talk about Daniel Bryan, he's but nice. Mark, it is weekly winner here on Busted Open. It is hour two. So, sir, I am going to let you go first. I want to get your thoughts on what was the best show in pro wrestling for the week. Man, I, I listen, I, I'll go with the hot points. Okay. So let's start with Raw. Okay. Since it was first. Yeah. And having Baron Corbin and one of the premier wrestlers, if not the most premier wrestler in the world right now, Drew McIntyre, they carried the show. I mean, the show was, it was a good show. All in all, a lot of bells and whistles, but the whole show from beginning to end was about that match. And it was building towards that, yeah. It was building towards that match. Yeah. And it was a really, really good match. High level. Uh, Drew McIntyre has proved that, one, you can, you, can, uh, cr- you can talk less and clay more. <laughs> and I love I loved the T-shirt. I can't wait to get it. But I tell you, Baron Corbin, to me, proved that he is the, right now arguably the best heel in pro wrestling. He did everything that a heel is supposed to do, and he took it on the chin. And it did not hurt Baron Corbin. Not one bit. And that's the testament of a heel's work when he can go out there Fall on his fall on his shield and still got over. And and then you go to NXT. NXT was so full of fire. There was so many that, that listen, the tournament is is killing me. The three way dance now that's gonna come out. The women's match, Mia Yim and, and her stuff. Like AEW with Arn and and Jake, <laughs> and then I had, a feel, the, I had a feeling you might like that. And then you get, and that's not counting. You know, Jericho is just—he's just so damn good. He's such a classic man. Um, and then you get to yesterday. You get to Friday. You get to SmackDown. And I'm not saying it because it's the last thing that we saw. But when you start talking, you, you have, you have a, a mixed tag match that was as balanced a match as that one. You have a women's match with Bailey and Sasha that was probably, I can't say it was the best match, but I can say this. There were two matches this week that were complete and utter breathtaking matches. And that was last night watching Bailey and Charlotte beat the living shit out of each other. And then you go back and you watch from the the men and you watch Seamus. My God. Seamus and Jeff Hardy, they beat the living 
shit out of each other. And I guarantee you that when Charlotte and Bailey went into that match, they were like, nobody. Yeah. It's going to, you could tell nobody is going to say that we weren't as real and tough as the men are. So that being said, I mentioned one thing on Raw. I mentioned one thing on AEW. I mentioned one thing on SmackDown, on uh, on NXT. Mm-hmm. But there were three things on SmackDown last night that moved me, and I would have to give my weekly winner to SmackDown. All right. And if you and you know, if you're not first, you're last. Well, Mark, I mean, listen, I, I'm not that SmackDown did not take my weekly winner for the week that was in professional wrestling. But when you bring up those two matches specifically with Bailey and Charlotte Flair, uh, Sheamus and Hardy, uh, those weren't even the two best matches from SmackDown, in my opinion. You need to throw AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura in there as well, who had a bit of a continuation to their story. I thought those three matches, you're absolutely right. They delivered in a very big way, specifically uh, Bailey and Charlotte, Mark, where wow. I just feel like, I mean, we, we know that coming up on this Monday, Charlotte's going to be in a triple threat, right? So Charlotte's kind of like on all the shows right now, but I feel like her coming over to SmackDown, and this is something we've talked about in regards to SmackDown, in regards to Bayley, that heel turn that Bayley has been on, the heel run, that is not something I've been particularly high on, Mark. It's not something you've been particularly high on. I don't think it's been going that well until Charlotte Flair has shown up. The the injection that Charlotte has given into this heel turn for Bayley, it's it's added some realism to to Bayley, and I also think it's given Bayley a foil to work with in a way that she hasn't had on the roster. Now, I don't know if that's just Charlotte Flair's genius, if it's just Bailey feeling more comfortable with Charlotte, if it's just, I don't know, if it's just nostalgia, you know, rearing its head and making me enjoy this. But but Mark, I really feel like this this run that Bailey is having as a heel has finally caught on, at least with me. And it's in 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 all the credit goes, at least in my in my, in my opinion, to Charlotte Flair and her ability to elicit emotion. And and look at the look at the balance that they had also with the moment with Sasha. Yeah. Like it wasn't in the match, but after the match, post-match, and you put these two against each other and they're, hey, man, you didn't come to help me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm just kidding. Like it's, it's, it's like they are, bro, they are massaging this and making it something that is even bigger. And, you know, you add the Otis and, and Mandy and Dolph and Sonya, holy cow, it's an unbelievable thing. Wow. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to go against it. Yeah, they listen, it's a it's a strong argument. And I think it's a testament to just how good the world in pro wrestling was this week. And you talked about Raw, that was a great show. Double or nothing had or excuse me, AEW had a great go home show heading into Double or Nothing. Obviously the return of the Young Bucks, which was exciting, and then Adam Page running in and doing the the hundred yard dash across the Jacksonville Jaguars field. That yeah. was awesome. There was a lot of great moments from from AEW, but Mark, I couldn't assume escape the entire package that was NXT this week. I don't know if it's the, the, the carrion cross bias and me seeing that entrance again to open the show and kind of setting the mood for me. I mean, what Mark, we haven't really gotten to talk about this 
You know what I think about Cross, right? We've talked about it oh, at yeah. length here on this yeah. show. But to have a guy debut in the way that he's debuted and having the rocket strapped to his back in this way, like immediately it has, it honestly has to me in some level. And I and I, and I I hate myself for bringing this name up and evoking this name, especially within the last 24 hours on this show. But, Mark, it feels a little bit like The Undertaker in terms of the pomp and circumstance, the production of it all. And from the bat, like telling you that this person matters – it's been a while since I've seen something like Cross come along and and have the WWE believe in him, anyone that way. So that that's yeah. been exciting to see. It, I mean, it's it's been an unbelievable week. Um, and in the build up for Cross, uh, who's going to be that first one? Yeah, major one. That's like, hey man, uh, the smoke and the creepy music don't scare me. Like, get your ass in this ring and let's go. Like, well, who's that guy going to be? Like, well, I think I, I, I'm hoping, Mark, we saw it on Wednesday, and that is looking like it's going to head into In Your House. It's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. And if it is Tommaso Ciampa, which is looking like it's going to be, oh, my God. Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa for your first feud? Let's go. Man, let's go. I, I, I think <laughs> it's going to be spectacular. Uh, I think this is the first installment of who Cross is going to be. Yeah. But you know, I, I still want to see who's the guy that's going to come for him. I think he's going to go for everybody else. And he mm. will go after somebody like Ciampa. But, man, it's going to come a day. And we'll, we'll have that. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'd, have to give it, I'd have to give it to SmackDown. I just, you know, as much as I loved uh, AEW NXT, um, I just felt like we got more bang for our buck yesterday than we did on Wednesday. Well, there you go. That is the opinions of the world's strongest man and WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. And hey, who am I to argue with that? But I'm going to just slightly because my weekly winner is it, NXT. I talk about carrying cross kicking off the show. And then Mark, you alluded to when you were talking about the high points of each show, the uh, cruiserweight tournament continuing, obviously Phantasma versus Tazawa on Wednesday night. And then the main event of AEW, which was, uh, well, not the main event, but the main event for a lot of people, Kushida and Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick, getting the dub going to two and one in the tournament and seeing himself move on. That's been a fun story to follow. Uh, obviously yeah. the uh, the match between Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai that was a kick-ass match that I thought was very well done just a very right, match-centric right. show Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis that was a strong-ass match like that was Ooh. a match that I really enjoyed and also uh, listen anytime Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan find themselves in a match and I know it was a squash match with Everrise I, I can watch Lorcan and Burch go all day we didn't get to see much but it just felt like a well-paced show a little bit of a squash some storylines with drake maverick but matches 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 told the story mark and they were all really good matches so aew got or excuse me a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a slip of the tongue there my my slip is showing mark i think a little bit as you would partially. say partially partially a little bit <laughs> nxt nxt getting my weekly winner for the week that was in the business of professional wrestling Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.